how are we doing? I am going to take two of episode 19 of the Always Better Than Yesterday interview sessions. Now, um, we've got Sonia waiting. We had a, uh, an attempt at the first stream and I thought we'd just try it again, uh, best we possibly can, just to make sure the audio is really well and working for you. Um, so I just want to say thank you so much for you joining. I really appreciate you. If this is the first time you've ever joined an Always Better Than Yesterday interview session, please do drop a red love heart emoji. Let me just appreciate you and jump in and have a quick conversation. And if you are loyal, returning, always better than yesterday, interview session watcher, let me just say thank you. Drop me a blue love heart emoji um, and, and then we'll get cracking. So I'll just give a little bit of an introduction. I know we've got some people joining and, and coming back from the, the earlier stream. So um, I will just say that these uh, interview sessions are all about helping you understand the habits and the mindset of successful and inspiring people. Been very, very fortunate to interview some inspiring people over the last 18 weeks, and I'm super excited to be um, speaking with Sonia McDonald, um, the CEO and founder of Leadership HQ over in Australia. And I first of all got to say thank you to my brother Adam Bocut for, for connecting us. Um, I saw Sonia be uh, interviewed walking around a park um, with my good friend Adam and Adam's in hospital at the moment so let's send um, let's send Adam some love and some best wishes and hope that he has a, a speedy recovery. Um, but after seeing that interview I went out and bought Sonia's book Leadership Attitude and uh, and as I said in, in the take one of this live, it was like coming home. It was like reading everything I think and feel about leadership. And I just absolutely fell in love with the way that, um, that Sonia describes it. So I've got loads and loads of questions that I want to ask Sonia about her um, approach and how, how that came to be and, and her habits and her mindset. Um, and for, for, for me personally, I've, I've been getting clearer on, um, you know, I described myself in the past as a mindset coach, but really what I'm passionate about now is is helping um, develop the next generation of leaders. You know, developing the next generation of leaders to lead with self-belief, confidence um, and purpose. To be the type of leader that's going to put their own needs to one side, to serve their teams, to bring them united and connected against a, a purpose, get them to believe in themselves, to believe in the mission and, you know, everyone play to their strengths. And I think for that type of leadership to, to exist... It starts now. It starts in young people's confidence, and so that's where I my headspace is at, and um, and I'm getting ever more clearer by surrounding myself with awesome people like Sonia and her books, and getting clear on what it is I'm passionate about. So I can't wait to hear a bit more from Sonia, and I'm going to bring her now and just ask my curious questions. And if you've got questions, then I urge you to to bring them and and, and, have, them. and have them. Let's try this again. Let's try this again. Is that better? It worked. Let's make it work. Let's make it work. Okay. <laughs> Would you do me the honor of introducing yourself? Hello. Uh, that was actually a great introduction, but yes, my name is Sonia. I am a solo mum of a beautiful 16-year-old girl called Abby. I'm the CEO and founder of a company called Leadership HQ, which I started from a blog. I'm an author and a keynote speaker and a facilitator and a coach. I've kind of got many different hats. Mm. Uh, my favorite leadership role is being a mum. So yeah, that's me. That's amazing. That's amazing. Becoming a parent, Becoming a parent was the, probably the greatest thing that was me my leadership tonight. 
Yeah, I think, I, I think, I mean, it's, I always say parenting is the toughest job you'll love. You know, it's definitely very, it was very unexpected in terms of how much you would, you would love someone else, but also how your beliefs and how your behaviour and your words and actions really, really influence your children and, so that's why I, I'm a great believer parenting is just it is the most important leadership role because they're actually our future leaders as well. So that's that's why it's so important to me. Amazing. So I, I just introduced myself. I've got this book here, so it's phenomenal. Thank you for such an awesome book. Um, oh, thank you. Tell me a little bit about tell me a little bit about your journey. Your journey and about how leadership became. Uh, it kind of happened by accident. Uh, my background's in human resources, so grew up here on the Gold Coast, did a degree in business and HR, and then held senior, not so senior roles. I was very lucky I got to work in London, so I missed London, and, you know, I got to work in some amazing different organisations around the world, and then I decided after I had my daughter that I put my career on hold for a while and follow my husband's career and we moved over to Shanghai, China. Uh, but what I found out whilst I went over there, because I thought, oh, this will be really cool, you know, being an expat wife. And it, it was a lot more challenging than I expected and I decided to find an opportunity over there and I did, so I was really blessed. However, whilst I was over, over there, my whole world fell apart. I uh, became a full-time solo mum. My daughter was about three and a half at the time. Really unexpected. It was devastating. I was left with about $2,000 in the bank, a pretty crappy car, had to move back to Australia and start all over again. And that's why, I mean, I suppose I call myself the accidental entrepreneur because I came back here and found it really challenging to find a senior HR role. They would offer me flexibility being a full-time solo mum. So I ended up meeting someone that worked in the leadership development space and he said he was looking for someone to teach and educate engineers and foremen on construction sites about leadership and I faked it and said I knew lots about leadership and went and bought every book I could. Every book I could, I researched, I read and fell in love with it. I saw the difference it was making to myself, uh, to my clients, to my teams, the leaders. So, And I started a blog called Leadership HQ and the company um, came from the blog about a, just yeah, about 13 years ago. Yeah. Why is Oh, I think, and it's interesting, I, I, a lot of people ask me that because I think they think, for me, it's just fundamentally about making a difference. I think we've made leadership bigger than what it is. I think we've kind of made it this grandiose, oh, look, it's a role of title and I'm not a CEO or I don't have manager in my name, therefore I'm not a leader. And leadership isn't, isn't about title it's about an attitude, it's about a mindset and it's about a behaviour. So for me, that's where it's really important. It's made a massive difference to my life because I appreciate how important being the authentic, being authentic or true to who you are, but also being really present and, and, and you know, staying focused on how you can make a difference to others. I suppose to me, like when I was, when I, early on when I was working in, in the leadership consulting space and I could see the difference it was making 
to the people around me when I was coaching them and I was teaching them leadership, their world kind of transformed. And I think it was because they could see that their life was not just about turning up to work nine to five uh, or it wasn't just a job. It was, it was a purpose for them and they're out, they're all out there making a difference. So that's, that's why I fell in love with it. So that's why I cared so deeply about it. And now I'm on this complete and utter mission <laughs> to create leaders across the world that have a similar mindset. So, yeah. I absolutely love it. I absolutely and love it. Any, uh, any, uh, any about, um, um, the Do you have a, um, one or two favourites? Oh, start learning leadership now. So that's definitely one of my favourites. If I could go back in time and say something to my younger self, it would be like, pick up leadership books, you can learn leadership. I think that's really important. And also one of my favourites is to understand who you are. So self-leadership and self-awareness are key. So really get to understand what are your values, you know, what are you passionate about, uh, you know, why you want to make a difference, what does that mean to you, uh, and leadership is all about just, and I mean, one of my favourite quotes is by um, John Quincy Jones around, you know, leadership's about inspiring others to do more, dream more and be more. It starts with you to dream more and learn more and be more. And the more aware you are of yourself, the more aware that you are of how you can help others. So that's why I wrote Leadership Attitude because I wanted people to see it from a real authentic lens and not put all the fluff and technical, which is, you know, there's great books, great leadership books that do give a lot of great content research and technical, but I wanted to keep it real around how leadership, everyone can be a leader. It can be an everyday attitude and behaviour. I love that. My yesterday who she's on this she said to me I'm gonna be like you really inspired me to be brave and I'm going out there and having this courage to be brave and then we were having this conversation around how she felt there were a couple of people around her that weren't empowering her and so she kind of rang me to you know say I want you to empower me I'm always here to empower you and I said oh we should all be doing that for each other not pulling each other down we should be really supporting and going you know you've got this and well done and celebrating people's you know, talents and achievements. I think and that's what it's about. What is it about being an authentic leader? Yeah, what does that mean to you? Oh, gee, that's a big question. I can ask that so often. I need to maybe get a spiel written down. <laughs> funny. I get asked about that all the time. Look, I think being authentic is just being true to yourself and not kind of putting the mask on. I do see that a bit. And also being the same person at home when you go to work, uh, that you're just, you're, just, you, you're just who you are and you, and you accept who you are and you own who you are. And, and the amount of people that meet me and they go, Oh wow, you're really down to earth and authentic. I said, Well, this is who I am. Like, what were you expecting? Um, you know, I, I, I have to be true to myself because when you're not operating in an authentic manner, if you're trying to be someone, someone you're different or you're trying to 
behave or do things differently because of other people's expectations or what you think they want. Your brain automatically goes through stress, uh, stress response because you're not, you're not relaxed, you're not safe, you're not feeling safe. So it's about feeling safe. So, yeah. I completely agree. Be myself, do it my way. In the way I thought. Yeah, there's so many people that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how did that make you feel? Um, good enough. Yeah. If I'm honest, we're all good enough, just the way we are. We're just all good enough. I think. I think, you know, we just put way too many high expectations on ourselves and if we're just who we are, it's it's just the only way to be. So, yeah. so um, you've got a program called Brain Women Leading. Have I got that right, Brain Women Yeah, it kind of happened by, that kind of happened by accident, like most things. Gosh, uh, I just, I've got this magazine called Leaders Hub and I and it's a great magazine and I put lots of people around the globe in it that reach out to me and you know they say oh, I really want to write or publish I said yeah yeah I'm happy to support you and then I realized in the last magazine which I was flicking through it and I thought oh my gosh and it was uh I noticed there was quite a number of men in the magazine but and I try and keep it really not only gender balanced but diversity as well in terms of Gosh, um, culture and race and dis like disability, lots of different. So I really try and make it about diversity and inclusion, but I realised it was leaning on probably more men in the magazine. So I just happened to put out on LinkedIn, I think it was like a Saturday night, I said, look, you know, in the magazine I've realised um, that my Leaders Hub magazine has got a few men in it. I'd love more women. I'd love to do a Brave Women Leading Edition. I got inundated, honestly. And I'm thinking, where are all you women? And I've been asking... So I saw all these stories coming in from women, like hundreds of stories across the world, and I thought, what's going on? And a lot of women were saying to me when they were emailing me, oh, I'm really feeling uncomfortable about this because I, I don't want to put myself out there or I don't want to share my story because I'm going to keep it really humble. And I'm like, I really respect that, but also you've got to think about the role model in your story and how people could read it and you could inspire others and other young girls as well. So when I gave it, through, gave it to them through that lens, they were like, they felt really empowered. I thought, I really want to create more people. Not, I mean, I love my brave women leading, but just more brave people in general. Uh, but I just noticed it was women that were kind of holding themselves back a little bit about their, putting out their story. And then I was reading their remarkable stories. I said, I need to get more women together to start to be more brave, to actually help you know, help others but help themselves and put themselves out there to show the bravery and courage that they have in their lives and in their leadership. So for those brave women, what sort of steps they would take for their leadership? Uh, I think that for me, I just, I think it's to see... The greatness within them I think I think an example was last sorry this no last week I was speaking at this conference here and gosh it was phenomenal and there was 500 people in the room it was much bigger than what I expected to be honest and I walked in the room and it was 
education. There were a lot of teachers, business managers uh, for school. So for me, as soon as I knew I was going to be speaking in education and schools, I was, I jumped at the chance. And it was predominantly women in the room. And afterwards, I was just blown away by the amount of women that came up to me. And they, again, they never saw themselves as leaders. They were saying to me, you know, oh, you just gave me, and I brought a lot of neuroscience into my, my workshop and my keynote as well. I really got them to see around this, that leadership is an attitude. And, and I also used the child analogy with them as well because a lot of women, and I'm not, I'm not painting just women with this brush. I paint, and I'm not painting everyone with this brush in terms, but it is a bit of a theme. People are very good at putting themselves down or saying, oh, I don't want to put my hand up because what happens if I fail or what am, I'm not worthy enough, I'm not this enough, I'm not that enough. And I say to them, okay, do you know a child, do you have a son or daughter or do you have a niece or nephew or do you have a child in your life that you care about? And, of course, most like when I ask the question, most people put their hand. I said, so if a child came up to you, your son and daughter or someone you love, came up to you and said, oh, I'm not good enough and I'm not worthy enough, and I don't want to take that risk in case I fail. Would you go, yeah, you're right. You're not worthy. <laughs> you're not good enough, so don't put your hand up. You wouldn't say that. Yeah. So why do we say that to a child? Or why do we say that to ourselves? We wouldn't say that to a child, so why do we say it to ourselves? So, you know, I look back on when I started my leadership journey and I started learning leadership. I, it was my attitude. It was my attitude around, you know, my solo mum, I've hardly got any money in the bank. I'm living with my parents. I've got to start my life again. And I've got the grit. I've got the courage. I've got the passion to go out there and do this. But why did I wait until something really devastating in my life happened before I took control of the greatness within me to go out there and do it? So I kind of say to people, if there's something in you, like if there is a company you want to work for, if there is a role you want to go for, there is a business you want to start or whatever you might have as a goal or dream or whatever you want to do, just have the courage to believe in yourself and go out there and do it and just do it. Like don't look back on life and go, I didn't give it a go because I thought to myself, if, if you know, if this doesn't work, at least I gave it a, a go and I was proud of myself for giving it a go. Uh, so I think for me it's just seeing that courage within and believing it and also surrounding yourself. As you said, you know how you said one of your favourite things was from my book was empowering people and is, um, you know, what it, is to surround yourself with people that empower you. If people are in your rowboat that are trying to put holes in your rowboat, get rid of them. Surround yourself with people that also believe in you and want to lift you up as well. I think that's really important. And also you go out there and be other cheerleaders and help other people row their boat as well to help them get to their goal or destination. That's amazing. I think your values and your mindset are really, really strong and really clear. What are some of the kind of behaviors that you do almost on a daily basis that help keep moving your forward to your goals? Um, uh, I suppose in the morning, I'm, I'm really good at, I'm not perfect, uh, I'm really good at affirmations. Uh, I'm really good at that. I'm really good at visualising. So visualising, uh, you know, what I want to create for the day, for the week, and also, like, my goals and things like that. So I've got a whiteboard down here with all my goals. Um, I've got a vision board at the back. 
Uh, only just yesterday I bought a, you know, a couple of beautiful journals and a productivity planner. So I'm, I love to plan and, but also, uh, what else do I think that, I'm, I set my RAS, so I set my reticular, reticular activating system, so where I'm in a focus, so my focus every day is how can I make a difference to someone today? Even if it's something really small, if it's just something that I do or say, or even if it could have, I mean, I'm hoping it have a ripple effect. I set my focus to what I'm really grateful for. Um, I make sure that I'm, I'm a lot more present these, these days. And I just think that I, I spend my days being really kind to everyone and just being really grateful for what I do have. And that's just what I focus on. What does being always I suppose for me, I'm, I self reflect a lot. So, particularly at the end of the day, I'll reflect on my day and I'll reflect on. I'm, I'm very much around. So, like, for instance, I'll show you. Like, I've got this business card. This really funky business card. I know it's like a bookmark. Nice. It's nice. Funky. I know it's pretty funky. So I have my values on the back of my business card, and I reflect on these. So every day I reflect on these and say, okay, how did I go with knowledge today? How did I go with collaboration today? How did I go with respect and passion and, and authenticity? Is one of them. So I reflect on those, and I'm not perfect. Sometimes I stuff up. I think about. Uh, so it's always thinking about how I can do better or be better. Um, how can I be more kinder to people? How can I give more to people? Uh, yeah, so that for me, how can I be better in my business and as a mum and as a friend and to the community? So um, I'm always thinking of ideas. I've got 50 million different ideas I'm thinking around the leadership space because I want to keep being better for others and create more leaders. So I'm always thinking of ideas. So I've got 50 billion post-it notes and <laughs> ideas around how I can help others be better with all my ideas and yeah so that's I think for me how I, I mean everyone's different uh but also I think it's about being compassionate and kind to yourself so when I do go gosh I could have done that better I'm going you know what I just have to learn from it and I just have to just let it go and just and you, you, back someone that's sort of how do you preserve oh it's a great question um, <laughs> my people around me would say no. Uh, I'd probably have to agree with them slightly. And here's me always saying to people, you need to put the oxygen mask on yourself first before and I actually do say that too. Uh, it's like the plumber can't fix his own pipes. It's the coach that tells the coaches all her other leaders about taking self-care and self-compassion i need to get better at that and i am becoming more conscious of that so yeah but thank you for asking how about you uh, i run in the morning so i meditate, so I meditate. oh excellent practice over the last year is, is you throw yourself into a
That's so true. Yes, I love walking in the park. For me, I don't know, I love being around trees. So uh, I try to do that at least three or four times a week. That's really important to me. So, yeah, it's great yeah. to meditate. And let me just clarify, oh, it's not my imagination. myself with positive people, um, positive thoughts. My office has so many positive positive things around it. Like my home has lots of positive things around it. Every time I feel as though, and look, and it does happen, gosh, uh, this year, uh, you know, I had a few knocks and, you know, I had, I had those ants crawling in my brain, those automatic negative thoughts were crawling onto my brain. And... It's about just squashing them, getting them off, just going, you know what, they're not going to serve me. It's about having empowering people and having empowering thoughts on your stage. So making sure that because the more you put yourself down or the more you think negatively, it's just going to get pushed back into that amazing filing cabinet of this incredibly most important tool. So you've just got to be really conscious of your thoughts and also your language and your words as well. I always sometimes catch myself if I say, oh, I should give that a go. I go, oh, no, I just said the word should. Or I'll try. Uh, so it's using those words I can and I will. I think it's really important as well. Um, journaling, I love journaling. I mean, writing is uh, something that I do often. Um, so I've got some great ideas around, you know, what some new launches of some new books, but I write every day, journaling and writing. So for me, that's a real habit to keep me learning and to keep me motivated and focused around being my best version and, and, and being a great leader and creating other great leaders. Oh, tell me more about the Pardon? Tell me a little bit about the uh, I just want to, I just think, imagine if we lived in a world, imagine if we lived in a world where we all saw leadership as an attitude. Imagine if, if our teenagers, you know, I'm very passionate about, you know, our, our future leaders and our youth. Imagine if they started going, you know what, oh, I'm going to step out of the house each day or whatever. I'm going to go to school or I'm going to go to uni, I'm going to go to work or whatever and go, I'm going to be who I am. I'm not going to compare myself to anyone. I'm not going to look at who's got what or who's doing what on social media. I'm just going to accept and love myself for who I am and be grateful for what I've got. But I'm also going to be really kind and compassionate to those around me. And I'm going to help them and I'm going to help them learn. And I'm going to and imagine and I'm going to be a leader in that space because I want to help I want to help others and I want to make a difference. Imagine if we all had a mindset like that.
and he said, Dad, can you do it? Can you do it? Can you do it? You can do it. Power it. He went, Dad, we are hardly when we help you. You know, leadership tells the most. I love that. That's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> there he is, which is perfect. Yeah. I think, I mean, I'm on all the social media channels like LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. However, join, uh, I mean, we've got a great website, leadershiphq.com.au, and you, you get a free uh, plan on that. You get a free culture and leadership plan. Fantastic plan, and also if you go to the Sonia McDonald site, so it's soniamcdonald.com.com.au, uh, you actually get one of these for free. Um, it's a, you get the online version, but you get one of my favourite notebooks for free as well. So, and they've both got great blogs and everything as well. So go for it. Leaderships and attitudes. Oh wow! <laughs> are, you, are you super? Are you Spider Woman? No. Spider girl. Spider girl. Oh, actually, that's very true. You are spider girl. You are sensational. <laughs> so cool. She's a spectacular She is beautiful. She is beautiful. I want to get one of those outfits. I know. Really I, wish I wish they did it in women. Size. I might go and search on eBay. Absolutely. So, can I just say thank you for your time? Thank you for everything you've ever done in the universe. I am absolutely inspired by this. And if you caught what I said, I think like this story described everything I've been able to be able to feel about these things. I couldn't be any more passionate to share your story with your world. Um, yeah. I just want to say thank you. I feel really honoured that you've asked me today. It's been so wonderful to connect with you. Uh, yeah, thank you. And I'm sorry that I kind of couldn't get on at the start. So please forgive me for that. Uh, if there's something I'd like to live away is just to start to learn leadership, see the greatness within you. It starts with you, but also that we also need to connect. We need to connect so much more. We're actually having the conversations where we can go, you know, and, and, and that is my question to, do, to you as well, Ryan. Is there anything I can do to help you? We need to be doing that a lot more. Mm, good I think you already are helping. I think you already are helping. I think something like this that gives me confidence to continue on to teenage daughter I mean it's for everyone but my next book um it, it yeah when she, maybe in a couple of years time she'd love to read it it'll really help her understand the power of how she can rock it because it sounds like she's going to be a force to reckon with so I'd love to send her a copy of that I would love that my pleasure have a wonderful rest of thanks so much Ryan take care Bye, Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.